Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, inviting you to try their Pick'em game. Pick between two to five players and just select whether to go higher or lower on a given stat. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. Sign up with promo code 1010XL. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use code 1010XL. Um, have it on their watch that they lost the biggest moneymaker in your city. Right, I mean, I mean, the, sure. the Jacksonville Jaguars are by far away the biggest money maker uh, of any business there is. Right, you you got a bunch of millionaires that 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 are out spending money in the local economy. Right, you you right. also before the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, I know it, it all wasn't directly. Hey, I, we're, we're you know we're gonna uh, expand our business and and we're we're going to Jacksonville because the Jaguars know. But but you know what? But the Jaguars opened people's eyes up to the city. Of Jacksonville, right? Okay, so and look, I'm in I'm in construction. I'm I'm a, a you know I work with United Rentals. I'm in sales for them. The, the you know and a producer of our show, the largest equipment rental company in the world, and and uh, so I see it right. I, I see the and, I, and I've been with them since July of 1990 as a kid out of high school, worked my way through college, and uh, so I've seen the growth firsthand, and uh, so yeah, so I, I can't imagine under any scenario. That uh, that uh, Donna Deegan would would allow uh, and her and her her people around her. Let's say you know what eh, it's it's bad business to you know what let's not uh, put a stadium deal together and, and and let's allow the Jacksonville Jaguars to leave under our watch. I can't imagine that would ever possibly happen. One hundred percent. You know, but now don't get me wrong. You never say never. I mean, you look, you you know, there's a lot of things that are happening right now in our lives that you would have thought twenty years ago. That man, there's no way that would ever happen. Oh, it's happening. Uh, but yeah, I just um, yeah, I think we're good there. But let, we'll break here. Uh, we'll come back again. We're in the studio tonight. We're typically eight to ten at the L House in Tinseltown, and we'll be there next week. But tonight we're on to eight o'clock here in the studios, uh, alongside the, the soon arriving Chuck Elliott. Casey Dobson, John O'Leary, I'm Ron Compton. Back after this one, 1010XL. You know, uh, 15 years ago, uh, this this song played a lot after Florida football, Florida home football games. I'm bringing it back, baby. Right? Am I right? 15 years <laughs> right? ago, yeah. we, oh, you yeah. see, I mean, I had season tickets in the, at the Swamp, and I'm there, me and my older son. I feel bad for my younger son, Dallas, who uh, you know, his his very first game at the Swamp was a uh, that loss to Missouri where they scored like nine different ways. And he, he was like seven years old. He goes, Dad, he goes, do we really have to stay for this? I said, well, let's at least stay – so here we are, the boys, and then maybe the Gators can score, and, and then we can leave. But Mollerson, he lived, you know, he, we went to all the games 06, 07, 08, 09, and he lived through all the, the, the good times. And, and, yeah, this is it, party like a rock star, man. After all the Gator wins, that's what we did, and this is the song that played, and we don't hear that so much in Gainesville anymore. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're not partying like no rock star. No, or no. maybe we're partying like one of those rock stars from the movie Rock Star that, like, doesn't know where he's at. He's a little discombobulated, <laughs> yes, walking into the wrong room. Ah, man, I just, it's, it's bizarro world, man. I, I just, what's really sobering is when you go back as far, as far back as, uh, as Galen Hall and you look at the, uh, the records through the first 23 games uh, of Gatorhead football coaches and, uh, by far and away, 
is Billy Napier's, uh, or 25 games, I should say. By far and away, is Billy Napier's 11 and 14. By far and away, the worst. I mean, there, there's, there's not a close second as far as futility when it comes to records. Uh, when it comes to records um, and, and, and Gator coaches through their first. <laughs> 25 games and, and, and it look and it gets worse it keeps getting worse um i mentioned early on that um trevor etn is in the the portal and it appears that he may be headed to uh it appears he may be headed to athens early on it's like ah, you know if he goes to clemson where his brother went or maybe michigan or hell maybe go to lsu that's fine okay look i get it but my goodness you're, you're going to go uh, to our arch rival, and then I'll read something uh, last night at Morris Williams, um, you know, a five-star player who's taken visits, and he's pretty much come out and has been quoted and said, look, I'm, you know, I can see myself playing at Auburn and other places, he says, uh, but uh, I'm not feeling, he, and he's still on the committed list, but I'm not really feeling Florida right now, whether there are changes and stuff, there's no stability on the coaching staff, so, you know, uh, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really see myself there, <laughs> as I welcome Chuck Elliott in. Hey, I'm here. I was out battling traffic. You called me last minute, like 6. Oh, like, oh shoot. That's right, 6 o'clock. Well, so I had to had to rumble on over here. But you brought us food, Chuck. Yes, I brought I mean, You brought food. Well, here's what happened. So I called you, and I'm like, wait a minute. Our plans are thrown because, you know, use the house. Of course, we get there, and we have our... I have my steak and my shrimp, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, Casey, so, how about that? So Casey and John said, typically, at, at about this time, 6.30... Uh, I roll in. I get set up. Right? I get set up, and you know, get you know, order a drink, and and then wait on Chuck, and then Chuck shows up, and then all of a sudden we order a food. And typically, right now, it's it's, and you can't get a better deal in Jacksonville, Florida than this: uh, sirloin steak, a dozen shrimp, two sides for sixteen bucks. Woo! And and that's go. typically what we're doing right now. But hey, I'm I'm. Fortunate that Chuck did think about me yeah, and I not did, just sell. Hey man, you sure you want you want something? I'm by the way, I did ask you didn't say give me something. By the way, I did proactive, proactively say you hey, did. Do you want something? So uh, you did. I thought about and, it. So uh, you know, you did. You you were thoughtful. Chuck. I was, uh, you know, I always, you know text, I'm not going to pick on you tonight. I, I'm always, I always love to pick on Chuck and call him dumb and things like that, but. I'm not doing that tonight. I was, okay. Uh, well, I, well, I won't do it for the next five minutes. How about that? Yeah, I was listening to you on the way over, and I was gonna. I'm glad you covered that. Back to the Jags Sunday. What's going for two? What in the Hades? It was dumb. Were they thinking? It was dumb. I mean, it, it, yes, if you get it, it works out. But if you don't get it, then you box yourself. I'm telling you, I think Tony Khan. There's, there's a. I think there's a buzzer. There's a buzzer. In fact, I think you know what it might be like a shot caller or something, you know. Or and, and I think if, if he if, if the coaching staff does do the right thing in the eyes of Tony Khan in terms of going for it when it's analytics say you should, they get buzzed. And but they what get ana- But yeah, the announcers mentioned it briefly. What analytics say you should now? If it does, that's that's new analytics this year. I don't I know, Chuck. I don't know. It, 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 okay, I can sort of explain the going for. Well, it's still dumb. Uh, because it, it did work for Tennessee when they when they beat the, the Dolphins on Monday night going for two. It's, I don't know about you know, that game. What happened? Again? You, know, you don't know about that one? Exactly. First time, what, 640-something? The yeah. team had a 14-point lead under three minutes and, and lost. lost, yeah. That's your Dolphins. First time a team has been, what, 14 points down that late in the game and came back and won since, like, 1976. The Oakland Raiders and somebody. Yeah. Ah, so, That's bad. Um, but yeah. I, so, at 28-20, to 20, uh, like Mike Vrabel, he goes for okay because at least that is all right. You know, 
if we go for two here and we get it, then a touchdown on an extra point wins like it did. And if we don't, we know we have to go for two next time to tie it. It's still dumb to me. It's still dumb. You go for one, you, know, you kick your extra points and go into overtime or whatever. Um, I don't understand what what analytics, you know, the analytics will say that you should do this because to me, give me common sense over analytics, you know, 10 times out of 10. Uh, but yes, look, but analytics aside, the Jaguars have urinated down their legs the last two weeks. Or they're, right now, they're, they're you know they're, they're paper tigers. They're paper tigers, and I don't you know again I get it on your fourth left your fourth left tackle Christian Kirk your best who's your best receiver by the way is out rehabbing like crazy trying to make it to the postseason. Yes, Chuck, I know I bought into if, the nonsense as well with if, Calvin Ridley. If who I would have said that in July, you'd have been calling me dumb, and I, I would have made fun yep, of you sure the rest of the night. Uh, I blah, sure would have. I'd have called you dumb. How can you say that, Chuck? How can you say <laughs> that? But uh, but no, look. Uh, <laughs> Um, thank goodness Evan Ingram's on this team, and he he he's coming to play. And thank goodness, um, Josh Allen is having a career year at one defensive end position. Because my God, I mean, um, there's no consistency anywhere else, right? You, there's there's none. Drop passes all over the place offensively. I think uh, Travis Etienne right now is banged up a little bit. And on defense, did they think all of a sudden all these all these pass rushers that were available in free agency? Did they think, oh, you know what? Oh man, we're good. Clavion uh, Chason, he's done nothing since he's been here. But you know what? This is his year. He's due. He's due to have a breakthrough, a breakout year. Okay, no, that ain't it. Uh, Trayvon Walker, who is never a, a sack machine in Georgia, uh, he's all of a sudden going to start sacking the quarterback and, and maybe have double-digit sacks. No, that's not it. What the hell? You know what I mean? What, what, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get uh, what they've done in the front office in the offseason. Uh, makes no sense to me. And then last year, you know, they accumulated 3,226 draft picks. Instead of using those to trade up in the draft and, and maybe get some, you know, some players that might come in and help right away, they continue to trade back so they acquired 6,000 more picks. It doesn't – what they've done in the front office has made zero sense to me. Now, they're 8-5, and five, uh, best we've seen in a while. Right? They're going to win a division unless there's they a, should. a crazy collapse. But you know what? Uh, no, not really. It, it, I hate to say this. It really wouldn't take a, cra- a crazy collapse, man. I mean, not the Jets. Who is it? Is no, no, no. Say, okay, say. Okay, Who let's, beat Houston let's last play, Sunday? Was play. it the Jets? Yes. 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 That helped. It, absolutely, it helped. <laughs> uh, and then the Colts obviously lost to the uh, the Bengals. But, then but the um, <laughs> no, but look, it, it wouldn't take anything crazy. Um, Jaguars obviously can and, and might lose to the, the the Ravens Sunday night, right? And and say Houston or say Houston wins. Say say the Texans, because they have the tiebreaker obviously over the Colts. They beat them head to head twice. But say Houston wins. And, and then okay. Well well then Houston gets hot again. Now I'm not sure with uh what they're going to do with Davis Mills at quarterback in the event CJ Stroud doesn't clear concussion protocol. But but just say let's play this out for a minute. Um Stroud comes back. He plays. Houston wins out. I haven't looked at the schedule down the stretch. But say they went out. Um, well, I mean, the Jaguars 
lose uh, this weekend, and the Texans win. Now they have the same record. Well, okay, yeah. The Jaguars will play the Bucks, who are fighting for their playoff lives in Tampa on Christmas Eve. Um, is, that a, is that a layup win, slam dunk? No. 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 Uh, I think the Panthers game, that's that should be a layup. It should be a layup. But then week, week 18 in Nashville, do you think – look, they, they may not have anything to play for other than we're going to find a way to ruin the Jacksonville Jaguars' playoff hopes. You don't think they'd be fired up to do that? You know they would. With a rookie quarterback, you're damn right they would. Yeah. So to think that, oh, yeah, you know, the division's in the bag, no problem. No, that's not – The only thing I would quick. ask about that, you know, ruining the Jags' playoff hopes week 18 – that's more of a fans thing. You th- I mean, the the current players. Do you think they really they want to win? But I don't, you think they give an extra effort because it's Jacksonville? Because they it's not like it's not like Florida Georgia where they you know you well this one up well, hating the Jags. Yeah, or, but 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 they've got a few veterans on that roster that I look. Arden Key was here last year. Yeah, true. Uh, Derrick Henry, the twilight of his career, he'd love to do that. Obviously, Mike Vrabel, former coach. Uh, he, he's been there for a while. He loved to stick it to the Jaguars. And then, of course, you have a rookie quarterback that would love nothing more. I mean, these young guys, man, it's, they, they want to get after it. So, yeah, I, I absolutely, I think there will be a little more juice. Uh, Season-ending game at home, and you have a chance to ruin a uh, one of your rival seasons. Yes. But who had the biggest what could have been, and uh-oh, the Dolphins. Just think if uh, Kadarius Tony was not offside, Kansas City would have won that game. Miami would have held on the lead. They have a four-game lead, really three-and-a-half. Now they have a two-game lead, really one-and-a-half, because Buffalo has a tiebreaker. And I was looking at the schedule. You know this is going to happen. The Dolphins might beat the Jets. Yeah. You, know, you know they're losing out to the Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills. You just you, – you, can't you just have come from a mile well, away? And I and look, and I, I've said this. Look, I'm, I'm – yes, I'm biased towards my teams. I, you know, I, I, I try to – you know, but – I, I can be objective when I see things. And I, I'm pretty good at identifying talent. And uh, players that are good, players that are not whatever. I'm pretty good at that. Um, and I've, I've said and I've maintained that the Eagles are overrated. And Jalen Hurts is overrated. He's a, he's a good quarterback, but he's not great. He's not a top five quarterback in this league. He's top ten, but he's not top five. And... I like he's a good dude. I mean, of all accounts, he's a good guy. The Miami Dolphins, Tua Tagovailoa. Tua's not a top ten quarterback. He's fringe top ten. He's Tua and Brock Purdy are sort of the same guy, with one exception. Okay, both have limited mobility. They're somewhat mobile, but they're not. They're they're, they're not considered running quarterbacks at all, right? They can sort of avoid pressure here, or there if they need to. Uh, they both have average arms. They both have a lot of weapons around them. Look, the, the, the Dolphins tried to build uh, Alabama, and they've done so in South Beach, right? In college, Tua had Judy, Ruggs, Smith. He had the running backs as well. See, he had big old mammoth offensive line. He had everything around him. Uh, when I say it's quick receivers, well, Miami, the same thing. You go out, obviously, and you, you – you trade and, and you give Tyreek Ty Hill a huge contract. You've got Jalen Waddle. You've got Mostert, uh, E-Chain in the backfield. And that you go sign uh, your big left tackle, Armstead. They sort of build it the same way. But the problem is, whereas uh, and they're both window throwers. 
They n- neither have big arms, so they have to anticipate, throw guys open, throw in the windows. Well, Purdy is really, really good at that. Tua some, sometimes is not so good at that. He, he throws a bunch of, ooh, what was that? Who was, where was he throwing that ball? I think Tua is just a solid quarterback, but he's not a dude that he, he can put a team on his shoulders and go win a Super Bowl. He's got to have a lot of guys around him. He's more of just a game manager. He's a game-managing quarterback. He's not a playmaker. He's a game-manager. And so Brock, back Purdy's better than, Brock Purdy's better than that. So back to if you're a Dolphins fan, do you still – It's at first, you know, it was like, oh, gosh, I wish we'd taken Justin Herbert. Then it was like, well, maybe not so much. So now would you be back on the, my gosh, we should have taken Justin Herbert? Although, didn't he break a finger? Is he out for is, – is Herbert out for the year? Yeah, for the year. Finger. Surgery, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. But uh, so you see that you back on Dolphins should have taken Justin Herbert all along? Yeah, I mean, look, he, he's a better player. He's a better player than Tua is. He's a better quarterback than Tua is. Um, again, Tua, not a bad player, but he's not that guy, man. He's 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 fringe. Well, top he lost 10. the center now, so yeah, he lost that's not center. good. He's fringe. He, he you know, he's fringe top ten. He he just he's a he's an, a solid quarterback, and uh, yeah, and I'm with you. I think the Dolphins are in trouble, man. I mean, they really haven't beaten any good teams all year. But it's funny that it's all perspective. That's if true. They, if they would have taken care of the Titans, would I? Would you still felt that? Well, the collapse is coming. I don't know. Yeah, they still have tough schedule. I, I would still say. Well, and see, I went from thinking, man, this, man, I don't, I don't. This. But if they had a four is, game, if, they, if Kansas City could have won and they would have had a four game lead, they probably could have weathered the storm. Now it's going to be tough. Extremely know. tough. Oh yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt, like, and you just mentioned what they have left down the stretch. I think they got the, like second toughest schedule. Yeah, you mentioned the, the the Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills, right? You know who has the easiest schedule of the remaining? I would game? say the Eagles. No, those those whiny Chiefs. I, I heard a funny thing the other day. I don't know if you talked about that play, but they said the Chiefs' only defense of uh, not calling all sides was, "Well, that was a good play. Why did you Why did you call the penalty? It was a good play." I uh, well, my it, God, he was at two yards of it's crazy. He, he was he was. Definitely offside. There was no arguing but, about it. But here's I would, but I blame the referees too. Here's why I blame the refs. And look, and you, and you, Chuck, you, you, you know, you work the chains, right? You work the sticks. Yep. High school football. So you see the referees and, and and wide receivers and tight ends communicated in terms of you know, hey, step up, step back, step up, step back. Or you 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 see that firsthand, right? Working the sticks. Well, I seen something. On NFL Live last night, that uh, and they showed a lot of the plays. And Kadarius Tony lined up like that all game long, all game long. That far? Yes. I guess I yes. didn't pay attention because that looked like. Well, I wow. did. Well, I yeah, did. I well, no one did, and yeah, we and, and we wouldn't have paid attention. Right. Look, we wouldn't have paid yeah. attention to that had he not been called for offsides, and they and they replayed it. We wouldn't have known that either. But then they showed after that happened the very next day they showed. Eight to nine other plays where he lined up as far off sides as he did on that play. And they're like, well, look, not one time did he get warned the entire game. So, number one, it's on him to to not ask. And he didn't ask all game either. He didn't ask one time all game the referees, hey, am I I good or not? And not one time did any of the referees ever tell him that he wasn't good. So, there's there's a little bit of, you know, to me, responsibility with with both. Would Would you agree? If now I didn't know what you if he had been outside all throughout the game it wasn't called that's yeah yes that's, all through, throughout the entire game 
he was offsides and it was never called. I he see, was never warned. You see plays every game that you're like, wow, you know they could call offsides, but that looked just egregious. And if they let it, if they let it go every time except for that last play, <laughs> why I don't know. Hey, hey, and did I not tell you that my boys were gonna mop up the floor of the Eagles? Did I tell you? I told you that the last time we were together. I told yeah. you it was gonna happen. Now, who's leading? Are the Cowboys leading the division now, or the they? They are leading. I've heard. I've heard. Like, well, I've heard the Cowboys lead the division, but right now they're the top wild card. Like, that's that doesn't make sense. That's correct. Well, it's it's for it, they're projected to be the top wild card, and here's why: because they, yeah, they have the same record as the Eagles, but right now because of conference record or divisional record, the Cowboys lead. However, uh, if the Eagles win out. They win the division because they've got games against the Giants, two more divisional games against the Giants, right? And and one against Washington, and then I think they have and they have Seattle. I think this would. Anyway, so when it all shakes out, if they both win out, the Eagles um, jump the Cowboys because of the conference record, because the Cowboys will have more conference losses than the Eagles will. But if the playoffs started today, the Cowboys but would the, be the division. Yeah, but it's not starting today. Right, but that's correct. If the, if the season ended right now, it's hey, you know what, season's over. Playoffs start tomorrow. The Cowboys or the division leaders now correct. What kind of throws you off when they put those uh, when they put those stats up there and they put the what they call like division leaders on the left, wild cards in the center, and then the hunt on the right. When you see like the end of hunt, you'll see like Atlanta. You're like, wait a minute, what's going? On? Then you realize, okay. Even though they have a bad record, they're still in it for yeah. the division. Yep. They're hey, not talking about wild card, yeah. but division. Yeah, that's right. Well, so we're going to break here. So when we come back, one thing that uh, from the the uh, the Kansas City loss to the Bills on Sunday, there's one player that hasn't caught any grief at all from anyone, which kind of surprises me. Uh, to me, it should take some blame for that loss as well. Uh, outside of you know Kermit the Frog uh, complaining. And Pat, you know, and Patrick Mahomes, and obviously you've heard nothing from Kadarius Tony. Any re-complaint? They both obviously back backed off of those a bit and say, you know what, the call was right, we're wrong, our bad, you know, whatever. But there's one player that's not catching any heat, um, and we'll discuss that. Uh, we have Artis Gilmore in the news. We'll discuss Artis Gilmore when we come back. Uh, we have. Uh, oh, Tommy DeVito. What a story that is. We'll certainly d- discuss that as well. I like his agent. His agent's cool. <laughs> agent is cool. I agree. We'll discuss that more from the 10 to Nextel Studios after this. So, boys, we are back on Compton and & Company, and I created a Twitter poll simply asking tonight, Compton and Company, we're asking one simple question. Who do you think really wins Sunday night? And right now we're at 64% for the Jags. Ravens, 36%. Bunch of homers. What? Homers. <laughs> 25 votes right now. So I'm going to cast my vote. It's going to be the Ravens. And I was just looking up. Okay, so I'm looking at all the stats for the Ravens. Do you know that they have only given away 19 touchdowns? As a defense, totally as a defense. Have y'all seen the Jacksonville Jaguars when they get into the neutral red zone? Because they are neutralized every time they get into that red zone. We have scored 17, I believe it's passing touchdowns. They have scored 17 passing touchdowns. 
They have a better rushing offense than we do. Their defense is ranked number two behind, you ready for this? The Cleveland Browns. Yeah. I, 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 I rest my case. I'm sorry. Jaguars, you, 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 what are we doing? Chuck? Yeah. I. Uh, I well, it, it, do you go with, with this year? Now, traditionally over, over history, haven't the Jags had the Ravens number <laughs> going back 20 years? Not they play that often. Well, they have. I mean, look, they the Jaguars have had very good history. That that is correct when it comes to um, playing the uh, the Baltimore Ravens. They have, and and uh, but you know what? All the numbers. Glad well, he The Casey's rolled out <laughs> with rolled out with, um, and I, I get it. I mean, look, every everything points to. The Ravens rolling in here, and and by the way, they'll have fifteen or twenty thousand Ravens fans in the stands because they travel very well. The Ravens, oh yeah, I yep. guess I don't think of the Ravens yeah, as like a team where it has a you know you. They're they looking do for some sunshine. They're trying to get out of that. Well, cold guess what? You're not right going to have Sunday sunshine. If you looked at weather forecasts, we're supposed to have like between Saturday and Sunday, like three or four inches of rain. So no sun here. But but what I'll Dang say it. is, but the NFL formula says the Jaguars win. If if you look at the formula, they've they've yeah. lost a couple games in a row. The Ravens are hot. Ravens on the road on a Sunday night. The analytics. Um, no, just the formula, not analytics. Just the formula. It just it's just how it works. Now, it's just that NFL formula's been that way for years. Now, uh, when we pick the games later, I'm sure I'll probably pick the Ravens. But it would whoa whoa whoa. whoa. Do, you, do you pick do you pick against the Jags sometimes? Uh, sometimes. You do? Every once in a while. Not yeah, it's very. It's rare. not often, but, but sometimes. I think they could play. Uh, I don't know. Any, any, name your team, and <laughs> you would pick. You would pick the Jags. Even they'd be the eighty-five Bears. Yeah, you know they, they would score 50, 55 points. Yeah, against them. yeah. The only team they wouldn't beat is the nineties Cowboys. That's all. And I would say <laughs> that's it. Yeah. We're talking about the game coming up, but stepping back to the game Sunday, I was saying, and you may call me crazy. If no, nope, look, you you brought me food, so I'm not going to do that tonight. Uh. They were when they got the but when they were driving at last drive, they were out of timeouts, correct? I yes. think yes. So I was saying you kick need to go and kick the field goal and leave your if you get the ball back, you leave yourself more time because I you go down there inside the five yard line and you run a couple plays and don't get it, and you're just to me, you're just burning up time. Well, no, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that unless you get to a fourth down. If you're a fourth down, then you go ahead and well, of course, yeah, you of know, course. kick it for the field, kick the three. But because the reason I wouldn't do that, since you have no timeouts anyway, you still have to, you know, attempt the onside kick. And as long as you're not running plays that that are that take forever. Now, I would have I would have disagreed with a bunch of running plays, but no, I'm I'm perfectly fine with with trying to score a touchdown because if you get down there. Obviously, it's a lot tougher to score a touchdown than a field goal, and then you don't need as much time to kick a field goal if you if you have a successful onside kick. Now you you say you score, and there's hell 38 seconds left. Well, if you kick the onside, you, you know, successfully convert an onside onside kick, you're you're gonna have to bought the 40 45 yard line. You only need 20 yards. Yeah, the problem is either way, whether you whether you score a touchdown or kick a field goal, what's the What's the conversion rate of an onside kick? Like five percent now, if that. Oh yeah, the no, there, there are, is there's very, very impossible. few. You can't, kicks you can't load one side That's anymore, correct. right? You can't. That's right. <laughs> not like it used, not like it used to be, where you could have a a puncher's chance if you're the kicking team. So, how about um, 
uh, Artis Gilmore. I said he was in the news. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to. Because uh, if I don't say it now, I might forget. I yeah, I'm glad you brought it up because I did not know Artis was in to the forget news. Forget things. Yeah, he's uh, the Chicago Bulls uh, announced their very first class of their Ring of Honor, and he he made it. He's a member of the Chicago Bulls Ring of Honor. Obviously, yeah. along with Michael Jordan being the guy that's you know Pippen and Kukoc and, and those guys. So they didn't have Ring Honor before. Wow, well, you, you would have thought they would. You would have thought. Wouldn't so. you think that the Bulls? You would, you would you think they had a Ring of Honor. You would have thought, but uh, now they have a Ring of Honor, and uh, one of the uh, members is is now uh, Artis Gilmore, and uh, who? How many years ago was it that he finally was inducted into the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame? Ah, uh, maybe. I mean, it was so long overdue. You yeah. hear all the all the success he had with the ABA and the NBA, and then you hear people's names that you don't even, don't even know who in the hell they are would get in. And Artis Gilmore, one of the you know best of all time, was overlooked, but uh, but finally made it in. And again, a, a super good I guess dude I didn't too. Realize he yeah. played Chicago that long. He played, yeah. yeah. He played ABA Kentucky Colonels. I think. Is it how it was the Colonels? That's what I okay. seem to remember. That's uh How about Shohei and his money, Chuck? We we talked about that before you, you joined oh, us. Oh yeah, well <laughs> that's crazy. How okay and, and deferring six hundred and eighty million of that seven hundred. So I guess the other teams so it's totally legal, right? I, I, to do that. I, I guess it is. My guess would be the first question you ask is why doesn't everyone do that? Then I would say probably most players would not agree to that. Right? Exactly. Well, there you go. Because most players would exactly. I'm sure a lot of, most teams would love to do so that. So here's what I would I would say on that: if you want to do half and half, I would go with half and. Half. I don't know if I would defer that much because people always say, "Well, of course the Dodgers are." You never know. I mean, nothing is guaranteed, right? Nothing is guaranteed. Uh, Dodgers probably aren't going anywhere anytime soon. But if something happens, you know it's you can't you can't beat the money out. I probably, I would have done half and half. I would not have done sixty eight and two. That that's crazy. I just it, that amazes me. He agreed to that. Uh, Gilmore twenty eleven by the way was inducted. Twenty eleven. So I said ten fifteen. So I was oh yeah I was I was writing yeah, that yeah, prices right yeah, that little. Yeah, you were, you, you, you yeah. just had a little game with the range. You had to stop the price like in the that's in right. a little range. Yeah. yeah, but that's amazing. Now the question. Well, I don't. How can the Dodgers ever make it up? I don't think they can make it up in selling souvenirs. I mean, what's what is the value? And does it really it does it change your team that much? I mean, let's let's not forget that Otani, Mike Trout, how many how many playoff series did the Angels win with those guys? Zero. Yeah, but so, it's different. It's different. It, okay. It's different. Well, okay, how about now you have now you've got okay, well. um three guys that have been top three AL slash NL in the MVP over the last couple of years. I mean, with, with that, now you look at that lineup now, with in the heart of that lineup with Betts, Freeman, and Otani, and now with him giving them the the ability to get, to go now also sign a frontline starting pitcher because he's deferred all that money. Oh no! I mean, look, that, that was that's what's. Seems so unfair about this entire thing. Is he's like, okay, well, look, seventy million dollars for Otani. They, they can't pitch next year. It's odd that loophole is. It's odd that loophole is even available. Well, it is, and you wonder if if that if with that happening, if either a more players might be willing to do that because they seen Otani do it, or b they find a way to close that loophole. Yes. 
So two things they're going to do in the off season is the the tush push and the the, the money loophole. Yeah. They're going to they're yeah. going to. I, yeah, I don't know. So to be so, are you telling me I don't know how many games the Dodgers did they win a hundred games last year? It had to be somewhere around the hundred. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. They were. So 100. how many wins is he worth to the to an already pretty good franchise? You're going to put him over the top. I mean, unless if they win the World Series five years in a row, I'll say you know what. He was worth well, it. Well, that's not happening, but if they okay. win the World Series once, it. it's worth it. Really. They and probably would have won it once without him. That's a good chance. Well, maybe, maybe not. But maybe, like maybe. you said, this could... 111. This could... 111. Uh, 111. Okay. There you go. How much better do you want to be? Maybe they win 121. How much better do you want to be? It's got to... By the way, I'm, ta- I'm, not, I'm talking 70 million a year. Now, again, but... <laughs> They and the Giants, by the way, offer the same type of deal and or the same seven hundred million dollars with deferrals also, and he decided to take the Dodger deal instead. But no, look, Chuck, if because of all of the deferred money, I mean, think about it. the Dodger the Dodger organization can do exactly what Shohei could have done with that money. Take that money, put it in the money market somewhere, invest it, and it's not going to cost them near the sixty eight to seventy million dollars a year because of the deferments. Correction, it was 100. My bad. 100 wins. Oh, they were terrible last year. <laughs> 100 wins last year. It, yeah, you're right. The deferments, right. So, so, so. The, so it, it, it does. And, again, it, it gives them you know, the ability, to, again, to, to go sign, say, maybe maybe they, they trade for a Sonny Gray. Maybe they get into the, what's the Japanese pitchers, the, the, the guy that everyone's after now, the, 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 the next dude in line. Uh, can't think of his name, but his they say he's probably going to get eight years, you know, Two hundred fifty yeah, million dollars. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Say that name three times real fast. Well, I'm I'm just glad he went Yamamoto, for, Yamamoto, Yamamoto. There you go. I guess I'm just right. glad he went from a market that was a small market he was getting lost in L.A. to a big market that everybody <laughs> recognizes now, L.A. <laughs> yeah, hey, that yeah. always made me laugh though. Uh, you know, I, there's always a running joke of me. It's like, uh, it's just get, playing the Angels. You're just getting lost. Nobody about, knows about. How that. about as we move along here, move around, uh, Ben Roethlisberger says the Steelers' tradition might be done. It says on the podcast today, the Steelers' tradition might be done. Oh, that's going to make mean? a lot of people. I don't know. I don't know what the hell that, that means. Mean? I don't know what it means. He, here's what he says. Here's what he says. Um, he didn't – okay. Big Ben was reacting to the team's dismal 21-18 loss to the lowly New England Patriots on Thursday. He didn't like the way the game ended either, calling out Coach Mike Tomlin, trying to rally late. Pittsburgh didn't have its full complement of timeouts. Having to have – having had to use some earlier to get organized, you can't afford in the second half of games burn silly timeouts and not to have them late in the game, Roethlisberger said. To me, that's bad coaching. He added there's some, <laughs> there's some feel you have to have in those situations because timeouts can be so valuable as we saw in that game. So he's he's calling out. I guess he has nothing better to do. He's he's gone. He's retired. Let's go ahead and call out the team that that stood behind him when he was doing things in bathrooms he shouldn't be doing. Come on, Big Ben, you're better than that. Well, maybe you're not better than that. But and then while we continue to jump around, uh, before you came on, I was driving over and like the the uh, little sports update top of the hour, they were playing a uh, snippet from you know Ashley Moody, you know, because now the state is filing suit against the college football playoff committee. And she was basically saying, well, the, the 13 Division One schools want to know basically what's going on. I was thinking to myself, I think Florida and Miami, they're probably pretty much laughing about it. They probably love yeah. what's going on. And I said this to you earlier. Hey, hey Casey, um, Chuck didn't quite get this right away. Let, let's see if you do. It's, it's kind of corny, stupid, whatever. But, you know, Billy Napier. I mean, I didn't get it. Billy Napier, Kirby Smart, and Mike Norvell walk into a sports bar 
to watch college football playoff. <laughs> See, he got it. There's got to be more than that. <laughs> no, there doesn't have to be any more than that. I mean, yeah, you're as, right. As, as a Gator, job. there doesn't have to be any more you're than that. Listen, we're all in the same Urban boat. Meyer's the bouncer. Urban <laughs> Meyer's the bouncer. That's right. So, uh, but I'm glad you brought that up. Um, <laughs> FSU, in my opinion, they weren't going anyway. Had, had Georgia taken care of business because of they, they rolled out uh, old Boo, Oh, you know, the, the, the cheerleader and the old boo comes out and says, hey, look, you know, they, were, they weren't the same team. You know, uh, Jordan Travis, they lost their quarterback. I think had Georgia won, obviously Georgia would have been in. They would have still found a way to put Texas in, and FSU would, would have been on the outside looking in. And I'll say this, they didn't get it right either way. You know, the, see, so they didn't get – the four most deserving teams in because FSU was one of the four most deserving teams. They were. They went through the season undefeated, Power Five conference, and did everything they were supposed to do. They were one of the four most deserving teams. They weren't. They were not one of the four best teams, but one of the four most deserving. And they didn't put the four best teams either because the. And I, as much as I hate Georgia, I hate them with a passion. Um, there's no way in the world. That they're not one of the four best teams still out there. Yeah, they are. So you don't pick Florida State because you say they're not one of the four best teams. But if you say we pick the four best teams, you got to put Georgia in. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, we'll discuss that more after this, and then and look at the uh, the matchups a bit. I know we're uh, you know a ways away, but it's never too early to talk about the college football playoff. Uh, the last years we know it with with four. And teams. real quick before we break. You know if FSU beats Georgia, you know they're putting up a national champions banner. <laughs> Flag, whatever. Hey, you, they, hey them and US, UCF can yeah. have, have dueling banner battles is what they can do. All right, well, let's have a break. We'll come back. Discuss a college football playoff that's, that's coming up in, what, four, three and a half weeks, right? Yeah. January 1st. New Year's Day. Yep, New, New Year's Day. Day. Yep, New Year's Day. So just discuss that we on this day in sports. Uh, it's hard to believe that, man, oh, man, uh, the NFL season, we're, you know, uh, we've got three quarters of the way in and four games to go and uh, fantasy football playoffs start this weekend. Check, I'm in all five all of my right. Yahoo leagues. I'm in the playoffs. And now that means I'll probably get 0-5. But anyway, so we'll step aside for a break. We'll come back talk more sports with you on 1010XL. Compton and Company on 1010XL. This is your song, Chuck. Little Miss, Little Miss, can't uh, be wrong. What's funny is, as we, you know, we, as you know, Casey, you know, we, we we jump around a lot, which is great. So, talk a little bit of music. It's funny, Spin Doctors. They came out with this one great album. You always wonder what happened. Why could they never come out with a, anything else? It's like when a when a group or artist comes out with a great one hit wonder. You wonder why could they ever? I'm not saying they got to be the Beatles, but. I think you'd come up with something else. It's just, I don't know, I always found that odd. <laughs> I'm with you. So, when we talk the college football playoffs, when you think of the four teams that are in it, right, Alabama, Michigan, mm-hmm. Texas, and Washington, which is the one team that you kind of overlook and you think, ah, there's no way they're going to win. If, if, I, if, I, if you were to pick one of the four teams that you would say has the least chance to win the whole thing, who would it be? Who would you say? I think myself and 85% of the country probably say Washington. Casey? Agreed. Well, and I would, like, you know. We could be wrong. I would just sort of, (laughs) 
at first glance, I would sort of jump on that as well. But I'll ask you guys another question. In this day of guys want to be three years and into the league, or a couple years, we're, we're moving on, doing whatever, um, how many, now because of the COVID year, you know, we've got some 60-year seniors, correct? Rolling around in college football. Correct. In fact, you've got a few I'm guys sorry. right now Seven. trying to get you know, get seventh years. Uh, how many f- fifth and sixth year players do you think the University of Washington has on their roster? Casey? I'm going to say 10. Chuck? 28. 26. 26. So almost a third of their roster – Scholarship players, uh, 85 scholarship players, is almost almost a thirds made up of fifth and sixth year players. Now, again, talent typically wins, but when you look at their starting 22, you got you got one underclassman, their right tackle, uh, Roger Rosengarten, um, who's a redshirt sophomore. So he's a third he's a third year player, right? Third year player, but he's a redshirt. And um, and then on defense, uh, Mikhail Esteen and Elijah Jackson, both in the secondary, are both redshirt sophomores. So every starting player has at least three years of college experience. And again, a lot of guys have five and six years. So you've got a bunch of grown-ass men, you know, 23, 24, 25 years old, playing against a, you know teams primarily made up of – 19 and 20 year olds. Now, the 19 and 20 year olds, I would I would imagine for the most part, more highly recruited. But I look at this Washington team. So look, Washington is a better version of what TCU was last year. That's what that's what Washington we is. Hope. Well, but, but you, you get my point. Right. They're, they're, they've got more highly recruited players. But they did beat Michigan, right? So yeah, they, they, did, they did. They did. But I think what we have here, they're they're a, a better version. Of what TCU was, it's to me, it's like when you have that that uh, the you know, the old Gonzagas and Butlers of the world, that mid major that had a bunch of you know fourth and fifth year players. They weren't highly recruited, but they'd go and they play Kentucky, they played Duke or North Carolina, and they'd win. But they beat a, you know a more talented team. But they did it with a bunch of guys that were older and more experienced. And I could see Washington having a chance with Michael Penix, you know, um, you know, uh, as a signal caller, uh, you know, maybe making some noise in this thing. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion they're going to roll in and, and get beat. And plus, if you watch them play, man, they gang tackle and they play physical. They have a, it's, it's, it's the most physical Pac-12 team I've seen playing in quite a while. Well, at least we forget that uh... – Going into the Pac-12 championship game, a lot were a lot of people were saying Oregon's the best team in the country, and they're going to roll over Washington. That's correct. The line was nine and a half. Yep. And right. guess who handled business twice this year against Oregon? So, I think just on name, we're we're selling them short. I agree. I agree. So uh, again, don't be surprised if you see um, if you see Washington make a little noise, I mean, and they may be one and done. They, they may they may lose. <laughs> they, they may roll in on New Year's Day. Um, you know, and and uh, 8.45, they kick it off against Texas. It's midnight, and they may lose 
45-17. Do you think the playoff committee, back to picking teams, mm-hmm. do you think playoff committee, because I think through the 10 years we've had this 14 playoff, the average margin of victory, I believe, is 19 points. So do you think they looked at FSU and going, God, we don't want FSU get blown up by Michigan by 35 points. We can't put them in there. we got to try to do something to give us, hopefully, some close matchups. Well, you know what? There might be some of that. Uh, but I'm telling you, man, I just um, – and the and a lot of people I've heard, you know, use the argument. Well, you know, FSU the the committee knew that FSU was without Jordan Travis the week prior to championship weekend, right? And they were still ranked higher than Texas, right? Right. Okay. Right. And they said, "Well, wait a minute. They both won their conference championship games. What changed? Well." The committee was hoping like crazy that Louisville would take care of business for them and make it easy on them and, and take care of FSU. And then it would be a lot easier to, to, rope, to, to move Texas up. But obviously that didn't happen. Or they were hoping also that, that Georgia would, you know, would beat Alabama. If, if, their, if their plan was to put FSU, Washington, you know, Michigan yeah. and, and Georgia in had they all won and had the four undefeated if, if that was the plan. But but you know what? It didn't it didn't work out that way. It, you know, by Alabama winning and and uh and FSU winning it made it tough. Made it tough on the committee. They should have done like uh I know you always say NASCAR changed the rule of the drop of a hat. Well did you know this? Did you know back in I believe it was maybe oh twenty eleven, twenty twelve, that's back when they had twelve drivers in the playoffs. Well, there was an issue where they had shenanigans in the final race for the playoffs started, and it, it hurt Jeff Gordon. So they made a 13th spot available just on a whim. Oh, we're going to have 13 in the playoffs this year. I thought they might just say, guess what? We're going to have five. You know, we're going to have five. We'll let, uh, you know, we'll give, uh, yeah. we'll give Michigan a bye. <laughs> so, so maybe what they should have really done then is, is, you know what, let's go to the 12-teamer this year. Yeah, let's do the twelve teamer now. Well, let's not wait. Let's do well, it now. Yeah, let's borrow a page from NASCAR. And, and, and Casey, we don't know his thoughts. I want to ask him, but let me ask you this, you guys and Ron, everyone. So when we have the top four teams, we just said the stat that the average margin of victory over ten years has been nineteen and a half points. So how's it going to get better with twelve? It's only going to get the the blowouts are only going to get worse. Correct? Sure. Yeah. Well, that that could very well happen, but I think uh, uh, at least. And again, it goes back to, you know, it, it's it's arguing now teams, you know, thirteen through sixteen, instead of that, that didn't get in over teams three through six. And I don't care blowouts or not. I mean, look, it's it's more games, it's more college football games, and I'm all for that. You create more football games, I'm better. And you with twelve, you're you're not watering things down. Games still matter. You would also hope that now it'll create more of this, you know. More cross country head to head stuff too, though, right? Instead of man, t- you know, fifteen years ago, man, we can't afford to play. Florida said we can't go play Michigan on a neutral site. Well, in a lot of cases, it's taking care of itself because with conferences inching up towards twenty teams, you're automatically going to be playing teams you never would have played in the past. No, 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 I, no. I get it, I get it, but but uh, but there's still going to be say there's four conferences, right? Four major conferences. Uh, with this, you, you'll at least now still instead of playing a directional school uh, on, say, you have a nine-game conference schedule, then you have three out-of-conference games. Instead of playing, you know, you know, your one, say, Florida, Florida State every year, or Georgia, Georgia Tech, or South Carolina, Clemson, or whatever. Instead of having 
that, and then the other two made up of cupcake games. Maybe the other two now. Well, you know what? We we can go nine and three. We can go eight and four, uh, and still make a twelve team playoff, and still and still during the season. In case you like you said, create more more money because you're playing more high profile games than you would if you played these directional schools. Now, one thing that hasn't been touched on, and I'll, I'll change it back to this Florida State deal. What really hurts Florida State with them being left out. Number one, the ACC commissioner, shame on him for not. Look, Greg, Greg Sankey came out and, and pretty much, you know, when they asked him uh, before, uh, like, championship weekend, uh, did, could, you, could you see a scenario where the SEC is shut out? <laughs> and he looked at P. I forget his exact quote, and maybe during the break we can find it. I'll have Casey find his quote. But pretty much – it was like, are you out of your damn mind? Well, there were a lot of people at that Saturday night and the Sunday morning, a lot of the experts were saying Alabama was going to be left out. And I told you the, the Wednesday before, I said, you have a better chance of walking through the parking lot and finding a, a, a briefcase full of $2 million than you do an SEC team being left out of the playoffs. And that's correct. And, and, um, <laughs> and again, so Greg Sankey lobbied, and he's the most powerful guy in college, powerful guy in college football, um, but he lobbied. For his conference, the ACC commissioner didn't do a damn thing for Florida State. Didn't do a damn thing for Florida State. So, but this is what may hurt Florida State too. So shame on him for that. Not not lobbying for a school in his conference. But think about the negative recruiting against Florida State. Not a lot of people have mentioned that. So if you're recruiting against them, man, you know, Florida State's been trying like crazy to get out of that conference. They're stuck in it because of the, you know, the, the contract they have. Right, and then now you want to go there? You can go undefeated, and you know you didn't make the playoffs. And I get it; we're expanding to yeah. twelve. But okay, well you you roll in the SEC, the Big Ten, and you go nine and three, eight and four. We're going to get in over a ten and two or a nine and three FSU team or whomever in the ACC, and they're going to use that against them, and rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, they. But you're right. I mean, it, you're really not stretching, but. Of course, here going forward, they're always going to be in a conference champion automatically. So, I think I don't think it hurts as much as you think. If it's still been the fourteen playoff, you could have maybe played that card. Mm-hmm. Looking good, although this was odd; it's never happened before. And I would say, well, no, we, again, I know conference champions, but my point is, say you have Clemson, Miami, Florida State, whomever, and say another team wins the the conference championship. And you say, look, you know what? And it, it doesn't matter the eight. I'm just picking on FSU because they happen to be the ones that they, they got the shaft. But um, but whether it's Clemson or Florida State or Miami, whomever, you say, look, you know what? You roll over there, you may go ten and two, but you come here, you go nine and three in our conference. You know, you're, we have a better chance of making the playoffs, going playing for a nine and three SEC team than a ten and two ACC team. That's all. That, yeah, that's true. That's uh, but but going for <laughs> that won't be a problem anymore. So and we come we got a break soon. We come back. We are gonna pick our games, I guess, for the evening. Yeah, and, and by the I way, I tell Casey. Yeah, we, by, by the way, way Casey, you can pick a few games, Casey. Normally, we have during season what I call regular season. We have three pro, three college. Sometimes it fluctuates. You may have four college depending on. It. Now this week, the bowl games will get going really next week. So we'll have we have six NFL games this week, right? Uh, well, I had three. There, there's not a lot of good NFL games. Well, this week, but we so have to pick six games though. Well, we don't have to. There's no hard fast rules. So well, 
well, I know you want to like change rules like NASCAR well, season, but it, we always do six. If, if, I if this six evening th- has proven to you gentlemen anything, it's that I thrive on pressure. Well, yeah, look. I, hey, I can throw six in there. Okay, well, I, good. I'm glad I did this way because I didn't want to do the other way and throw six in there, and you would have gone, you threw that game in there. What's wrong with you? Well, you just Casey, had to get the six uh, by hook or, or by okay, crook. Okay, so, okay, so we, we, six games against the spread. Yes. You're, you're now. Like you're uh, Vegas. Pretend you're, you're in Vegas. You're now producing. So you get the uh, your picking against the spread when we come back. Sweet. Uh, I'm curious as to where I. Cause I think I, I I think I did well last or last time four, out. Four and two. So I'm have I creeped up? Am I in the lead yet? Uh, yes, you are. Ooh, so I started. Hey, so Casey, I started zero and five or zero and one and five or zero and I think zero and six actually week one. Yeah, I think. You and did. I've been chipping away. I've been chopping wood. Remember little Jack Del Reed? Keep chopping wood. I kept chopping wood, and Proud I think I'm actually. Uh, yeah, I'm in the lead now. Wow. I made it all the way back. You know, started from the bottom. Now I'm here, Chuck. <laughs> you know, we're, we'll break here. We'll pick come out. back. We'll pick games. We do have on this day in sports, some interesting on this day in sports uh, events that we'll go through as well. That more on 1010XL. Gin and Company on 1010XL. So, Chuck, is this a song you're going to say is overplayed as well? A little Bruno Mars that overplayed? Uh, not bad, not bad. I mean, the song's okay. You, you'll learn as as we move forward, uh, Casey and and and, and John, that uh, Chuck is the king of he th- he thinks he's the the connoisseur of all music, and, and he knows everything there is all about of, music. Problem is, they would play all these songs. And d- did you get my text earlier today? Yeah. My jump again. Okay, that's what they. That's all you <laughs> said. You just said. <laughs> there you go again. Oh, I didn't see the picture. No, no, no. Oh, I just it, got the it, it I was, was, it was what it meant. I was going to ask it, you. It was, it was jump being played again on 96.9. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was just for you. Just for okay, you. Okay, you sent me the first part. Yeah. There you go again. I'm like, whoa, okay. How, how about move. Pete Rozelle, if he's looking down upon us t- p- today, he's like, man, this is the NFL I was looking for. He was all about parody. All about parody. How about 11 AFC teams over 500? 11. Now, you have one, I think you have, you have four teams over 500. So, overall, listen, am I right? One, two, three. No, I'm sorry. Five, four. So, yeah, so there's, yeah, man, I, I said four. Only one, four two, over 500? Yeah. So, one, yeah, the uh, the Niners, uh, the Lions, no, there's uh, five. The, the Niners, Vikings, Lions, Cowboys, and Eagles. So, there's half the NFL is over 500, but 11 of those 16 reside in the AFC. But if I were to ask you right now, uh, the uh, you know the Super Bowl champion is going to come from uh, the NFC. Right now, San Francisco. Right, but, but yeah, I mean, so you would, you say, would you say a San Fran-Baltimore rematch is a right now if you had to pick? No, to, I'd say, Cow- say Cowboys-Chiefs. <laughs> I'm, I'm a homer. Chiefs? I'm, yeah, I'm, well, I get the Cowboys, but what about the Chiefs? Do you think they're going to write the ship? I think they'll find a way to write the ship. I do, I do. And you know what? Don't count out the Bills. Don't, I think I, I'm hoping the Cowboys can decide. I, I'm hoping the Cowboys can just thump the Bills uh, in Orchard Park this weekend. So we'll say, all right, we got the, we can hear the music. Tell people where we stand. Casey's now picking for the producer formerly known as Rob. So last week, uh, Ron, you went four and two. So you're leading with th- your three games over 500. Uh, I did pretty well. I went four and two also, about one, still one over 500. And last week. The producer was one and five, so now it puts him two under, or puts you two under there, Casey. So you're coming in. Yeah, Casey. You're coming you're, in. With, you're, yeah, you're coming you're, in. Runners on second, third with no outs. 
you're, yeah, you're behind the eight ball, Casey. So you got I, uh, work to do. I'm, I'm actually pointing right now at the wall. If you guys know your babe, okay, we're going deep. All right, Ooh, I oh, like yeah. it. I like it. You know, it's funny. You you said you mentioned earlier, Casey. How you know how, if today's proved anything, you can just sort of you just you just got to go right you, under pressure. We're good. So we'll, a little peek behind the curtain here. So you know, I was out of town all last week. I was in the Dominican. Um, Man, and I tell you, 85 degrees every day, it was fantastic. So I wasn't paying attention to emails and things like that. Well, there was an email that that uh, I might have received that says we were on the air from six to eight tonight. Mm-hmm. I had no idea, no idea. And uh, did you even have texting or any kind of internet? Yeah, yeah, I, I did. But I was here at Spotty when you buy it all. Yeah, I, I did, but I didn't really pay much attention right, to you're it. On but, yeah, yeah, I'm on vacation. Sorry. All and, right, uh, we got. So hold, hold on, but right. Casey hits me at he calls me. And I'm glad I answered. It had like five, 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 no, five thirteen. He said, "You know, we're supposed to be on the air in forty-seven minutes." Yeah. <laughs> I thought, "Oh, oh, okay." And uh, yeah, so here we are. Here we are. We we did it though. That's we right. It. We did it. All right, so, so we have games. So as I said, normally it's a mixture. Next week it'll be back to mixture because we'll be into some good college bowl games. But this week it's all six NFL. Kind of stretch. We got six games. Some of you will go, Bleh, but hey, it's the NFL. Anything can happen. As we week league is a week. So first, week league. I picked this because this is a of interest to Jags, the Jags fans. The Texans at the Titans. The Titans by three. What's this case? Is that me? Oh, okay. Yeah, so what you I mean, first? we're we're still waiting to see what CJ's going to do, right? That's right. Yep. That's but correct. you can't wait. You got to pick. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Uh, I hate to say it, man. It's going to be Tennessee. Tennessee, Chuck. Uh, I think the the Titans come down after a huge win against the Dolphins. I think it's a, a, a come down to earth. Uh, give me, give me the not the Rollers, but the Texans. Well, you guys, uh, you know, you, you, I guess I've got to be the deciding factor here, right? Because where you guys have picked, Chuck went. Uh, Texans and Casey went Tennessee, and you know what? Uh, I'm gonna ride the Will Levis to D Hop train, and and I'm gonna go with uh, the Tennessee Titans as well. D Hop, all of a sudden, it's it's weird with him and Levis. It's either Hopkins catches six for 135, or he gets he catches two for 12. And for fantasy football reasons, I'm sure hoping this weekend he's six for 180. Ooh. So, yeah, I'll take uh, the Titans as well. And next, this actually is a good game. This is the one you didn't have to reach for. Oh, we got a good game coming? Yep. Okay. The Cowboys at the Bills. The Bills by three. Wow. I. That's a toss-up. That's 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 a tough game right there. I, uh, which Bills team's going to show up? You would think You would think Cowboys getting points? Doesn't that seem like just not, not a, a layup? Ah, give me the Cowboys. Hmm? Casey, too. Uh... You know, man, I'm a Josh Allen believer, and uh, the turnover machine, Josh Allen. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's not, he's not going to do it anymore. And he's and not, I, he's I, not going to do it anymore. To, I need to create some strife with you. That's All right, fine. so uh, yeah, give me the Bills. Yeah, I just, uh, boy, I know you're picking. Well, yeah, and and uh, man, I um, yeah, I, look, I'm a I'm a Josh Allen believer too, though. I mean, dude's good, man. I mean, he yes, he's a turnover and, machine. He's really, really good. And really, the key is can can he get Stephon Diggs involved early? Because if not, Stephon Diggs sort of checks out. You know, if he's not involved early, he sort of does his own thing and you know, probably listen to his brother on the sideline, like in an earbud or something. When you know Trevon Diggs, since he's you know banged up, 
you know, on the, the other side of the, uh, well, this week, the other sideline, Cowboys, but uh, tell them, hey, man, what are you doing there? Get out of there. Um, but, look, Cowboys are hot, man. I mean, look, uh, best offense in the NFL. Uh, and what's really uh, helped the Cowboys is now Brandon Cooks has now solidified that number two receiver spot, uh, which opens things up. He takes the top off the defense, which allows CeeDee Lamb to kind of patrol uh, the middle of the field. And, uh, you know, and now... You know, Dowdle is a, a decent compliment to uh, Tony Pollard. So, yeah, you know what? Dak Prescott, you're right now, you're, you know, you're leading NFL MVP candidate with Brock Purdy number two um, in most uh, casinos right now. So, give me Dak Prescott to stay hot. Give me the Cowboys. And I guess even though I, I love it when the Cowboys lose and look bad, I guess a Dolphin fan, I got to pull for the Cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely yeah, you don't like doing that, do you? You don't really no. want to do that. Nope. Don't but do that. the Dolphins need need all the help they can get. But the Cowboys are, you know what? But the Bills, though, man, I'm picking the Cowboys. There's no way to pick against them in a scenario like this. But the Bills are hunt. They're need. They need it, right? The Bills are absolutely starved for a win. But based on comments that dumb coach there said a week and a half ago, they should kick his ass out of the league. And if you don't know what he said, go look at all oh, McDermott. McDermott. What a clown yeah, that was back is. like what ten years ago. It's been a while, hasn't it? What's that? Were those comments many years ago? Were they many years ago? I think it was a long. I liked a long time ago. I thought they were recent comments. I don't. I don't think so. For, 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 for people that are just you know, what the hell are you talking about? What are these comments, Chuck? I I really I'm not sure if it's comment verbatim. Something about comparing like the the 9/11 terrorists. They had it yeah. together. They were organized. Wasn't that, wasn't that the whole? Main idea of his comments, look, they knew what they were doing. They had their act together. They were united, all for one, you know. Yeah, and, and they, the, they were the older, you know, older comments. And, uh, yeah, oof. Just wondering, what, like 2011, maybe? I don't know. I thought maybe not that far back. But, uh, yeah, that's always not a – you could you can say many more things or bring up good examples of teamwork. <laughs> don't go to that. How about that? Yeah, it was actually uh, – it was a 2019, oh, wow, 2019 training camp meeting. Okay. Yeah. Well, a lot, lot sooner than I thought. And so yeah. Meet in the middle. Oof. But I wonder how it took, why it took so long to uh, for those to get out. Okay, so next, next we go to this is a it's a it's not a it's not an attractive game, but we need six, and maybe the battle of backup quarterbacks, the Vikings, who scored three points last week <laughs> and they won. I mean, you talking about you talking about setting the NFL back about twenty years. I mean, I was watching that game. Because there was, you know, it had two TVs on, two TVs going, and I was watching, hoping like heck that thing would go to overtime, zero zero. Yeah. And uh, Woo. yeah, well, Nick Mullins came in and saved the day, I guess. So hold your nose, Vikings at the Bengals. The Bengals by three. Was Browning hurt? Did he get hurt last week? Or am I? Am I, am I, I don't think he got dream, hurt. Got I, think you, I, I, I think I think he dripped. Drip, I dripped that, that, up. that up. Okay, so I know it's a dog game, but we need six, so that's all we got. So I'm going to lead off here. I'm going to go. The Vikings have a new starting quarterback Nick this Mullins. week. Nick Mullins. Yep, Nick Mullins. Uh, give me Cincinnati. Keep the train. To keep it rolling. Casey? Yeah, I'm going to jump on that bandwagon too there, Chuck. Yeah, let's make that a clean sweep. How about Jake Browning? Is he going to rob Johnson this thing? You know, oh, wow. you know, you know what I mean. When Rob Johnson stepped in for Burnell, Scott Mitchell, and and uh, Scott Mitchell too stepped in for Marino, and they parlayed that, and obviously Rob Johnson was traded to the Bills, which brought Fred Taylor to Jacksonville, and then uh, 
Obviously, Scott Mitchell got that big free agent deal to go quarterback the Lions. But where is he before? Were they drafted by the Titans? I think they start Who with Browning. The yeah, he start with the Titans. I, I don't know. I think uh, he did. Did he? Okay. Well, obviously, he's had his chance, and he did, he wasn't any good. So, well, you're saying he's going to have a. Uh, I, I'm not saying he's going to get like huge dollars, but I'll guarantee you that uh, if he continues to perform down the stretch like he has the last couple of weeks and the Bengals make the playoffs, you're damn right he's going to get in the, in the league that's quarterback starved. He will absolutely get a contract somewhere. Or be like, uh, who was a Raiders quarterback that was no good? He finally, late in his career, took him to the Super Bowl in 03 against the Bucks. Uh, won MVP. I can't remember his name. Say that again. Quarterback for the Raiders when he went to the Super Bowl in the 02 season. Remember, he wasn't good till later on. He was the MVP of the league. Oh, yeah, Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon, yeah. yeah he's going to be Rich Gannon. So, could be. All right. Next, I think this is a halfway interesting game. You got the hot Broncos. Well, I think the Broncos, and the Broncos won six of seven or seven of eight, I think. They've been on Yo, the tear yeah. lately. Uh, only the loss in that stretch is against the Texans. Playing Detroit. Detroit came back down to earth a little bit last week, getting beat, by the, beat by the Bears. The Twenty-eight, uh, that, that, and that's the reason for this game. You got the Broncos who are hot going against the uh, the Lions. Uh, the Lions favor by four. Casey, yeah, yeah give me. Uh, go ahead and uh, give me Denver. I, I I don't believe in Jared Goff, so yeah. I've never believed in Jared Goff either. And you know what? No one else did either. Think think about what the Rams gave away just to get, just to get rid of them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Go ahead, Chuck. I think Detroit rebounds. I think they – you might be right. They're a fraud. But I think I think they win. I think they win. I mean, week. Russell Wilson is now a new dad. Kid born this week. Uh, <laughs> you know what? He's going like, to – you know what? Let's ride. Okay, let's ride. Okay, let's let's ride. I'm I'm gonna go with Denver as well. Huh? Let's go. Gonna go with Denver. Yep. All right. So I'm going disagreeing with you guys on that. Next we go to not an attractive game, but can the Dolphins rebound? The Jets at the Dolphins. The Dolphins by eight and a half. Does does the slide for Miami keep going? So Chuck, this game isn't as, is not as attractive as you think Jimmy Garoppolo is. No. <laughs> See, Casey, well, you don't know this, little-known fact. Now, you're coming out that, with some that, misinformation. That Chuck, has a, Chuck has a man crush on Jimmy Garoppolo. That's incorrect. <laughs> Go ahead, Chuck. Uh, I mean, are case. we sharing man crushes? Because, I mean, hey, you know, Here's what he doesn't understand. Here, okay. Go ahead, I don't Chuck. have a crush. I always said I wish I looked like him. If I looked like him. <laughs> He's got a strong draw. You could go sure. to any bar in Jacksonville and do some serious damage picking up the ladies. <laughs> Don't you, if you look I like him. I mean, the first time we talked about Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, Chuck is gushed all over I him. I wish I looked like him. You got to look on his face right now, I man. I wish I looked like him. Just mentioning his name. The ladies that uh, have, been, have been with Jimmy, um, you know. Well, you know. It's besides that one old worn-out, washed-up porn star. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> I don't know. He might have done well. too, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> But All right, go ahead. Back I digress. Game. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's go. All right. So give me. I think the Dolphins win. I think they win a close one. Give me the Dolphins to win, but I think the Jets cover the eight and a half. Ah, uh, I can't stand the. Uh, I, I'm gonna say it, but I don't want to, Chuck. Dolphins. Oh, you don't like the Dolphins? Uh, uh, catch me later, and I'll tell you why. But yeah, catch catch me outside. Hey, catch me outside. Catch me outside. I yeah. just. Uh, <laughs> you understand that reference, Ron? Catch me outside. No. How about that? <laughs> no. Oh, I have to show you the Dr. Phil back in the day. Oh, no, I don't know that one. No. Okay. Uh, can, can Zach Wilson actually have two good games in a row? 
Oh, yeah, I forgot he had a good game over yeah, 300 yards. 300 he didn't even want to start either. He didn't want to play. He's like, I guess I got to. So yeah. He's a handsome devil, too, by the way. Uh, he he likes the players' moms, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he, does, he does like the players' moms. And we'll save the Jags game for the next segment. So we only have a couple minutes left in this, this segment. We'll finish with on the other side of that. But, uh, well, yeah, whoo, boy. Um, man, it's, it's either picking Zach Wilson or picking, the, you know, Tua that I've kind of trashed well, better. Tua is better than no, Wilson. No, no, of course. No, no, but there's eight and a half points here. Where's the game being played? Miami. Oh, it's in Miami. Yeah, Miami. They did so well in Miami a couple of nights ago. I'm going to give me the Dolphins to cover that eight and a half. I hope, you, I, I hope you're right. Yeah. So, you, so, all right. So, we'll save the Jaguars game um, for the other side, but... Um, one more NFL note here. Did you know that uh, the NFL has announced that starting 2025, they're going to double their international games from four to eight? Eight international games started in 2025. They're going to, they're going to Brazil next year, right? Brazil, are they? I thought they're going to Brazil next year. I thought I somewhere in South America. I thought it was Brazil. I could be wrong about that, and it might be 25. So I may be giving you misinformation all over the place. But yeah, they're going to South America, and that's okay. By the way, some uh, injury notes. Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, listed as questionable for the Raiders. Keenan Allen ruled out for Thursday night's tilt. Man, so how about that? So now you're the Chargers, and if you're fantasy football owners, you have no Justin Herbert, now you have no Keenan Allen. And pretty soon you'll have no head coach. <laughs> I mean, and I've said all along, though, that you know Bill Belichick was asked today if, if he sees the end is near New England – and he said, who are they playing this week? The Patriots? I'm just focusing on, I forget who they're playing this week. But I told you, I think he's going to be the next. I said in the, in the summer. They're playing summer. the Chiefs this week. Is it the Chiefs? Yeah. Okay, I'm focused on Kansas City is what he said. Uh, and I said over the summer that I really think that uh, Belichick will be coaching the Chargers next year. I, I, I said it then, and I'll continue to say Only it think now. Only think he'll be the GM. <clears throat> Only, well, I don't think he'll be the GM. Well, but exactly. uh, by the way, uh, I'm looking for some – and I saw several things today. It said breaking, you know, Patriots confirmed that Belichick is stepping down at the end of the year. Is that just something people are throwing out there? That's not official. Oh, by it? the way, you're right here, Jake Browning has a right forearm injury. I thought I heard he got it. And he, he, did, he, he did briefly exit Sunday's win over the Colts with a thumb cramp. <laughs> thumb cramp. And he's from the Vikings, <laughs> by the way. To That's where he started, Jake Browning. Okay. I thought it was a Titans. So was the... he, and how about he exited Sunday's win over the Colts with a thumb cramp. What's that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I know crap. what it is, but it sounds odd. How about that? Not to say weird. we ask what it is. Ask. That's weird. All right. We'll step aside for a break. We'll come back. We'll pick the Jags game. Go around the sports world on this day in sports. That and birthdays as well. As we close it out after this on 1010XL. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. I'm about to fly away with these picks. Tell you what. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Yep. I left you speechless. Casey's gonna fly away. I mean, man, gonna fly away. Okay. Trigger question: Do you know Lenny Kravitz? You know who his mom is or was? Uh, Oh. oh. No. Can I Google it real quick? Uh, Google it. You can't answer. She was one of the ones that died at the young, the 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 age of whatever, right? That's uh. What's her name? What's her name? What? What's her name? Roxy Roker. That's not who I was thinking. She played Helen on the Jeffersons. Too, really? Yeah, remember uh, Tom's wife? Yeah, Helen? I remember Tom's wife. Yeah. That was her, Roxy Roker. Yeah. Really? 
that's Lenny Kravitz's mom. You guys want a trivia question? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, uh, what year did the Huskies win the national title? They split it in 1991 with Miami. Okay, who was yeah. their quarterback? Oh boy, let me Ooh. think about that. It was an old Brunel, was it? Who? What Mark Brunel was it? Oh, you might have a ding. Oh, okay. Ding, ding, Look ding. at Chuck go. Look at Chuck go. I, I knew the first part and didn't know the second part. Well, Chuck, we're, Chuck, we're going to have to change that name, okay? Can I call you something else? You got a nickname? Well, I used to be the Czar NASCAR when we started like 20 years ago. All right, we're going to have to change that name too. My expert, <laughs> my, my expertise really is in NASCAR. So. Okay. All right. Well, you're going to have to educate me because, again, catch me outside. And he, he was correct, by the way. There is a, a game in Brazil in 2024. He was. And uh, how, how about um, – the four games next year, international games, you know, the two in Tottenham, Hotspur Stadium, and then uh, there's two in Wembley. But, see, the Jaguars game in Wembley is a separate deal. So, actually, there's there's five next year because one that counts, one of the two Jaguars games counts towards the four, and one doesn't because it's a total, it's a side deal. <laughs> it's a little side deal. Do you ever believe, in, I think Roger Goodell has kind of teased this, there will ever be the Super Bowl where we played in London? Outside the United States, they he talks about it, kind of hits at it a little. You know, bit. I would say, I'd say, boy, I sure hope not, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, pe- people like us, we don't go anyway, Chuck. I'm, you know, it's from a monetary standpoint. Where you know, it's it's yeah, you're gonna watch. Yeah, just gonna we're just gonna watch it anyway. Yeah. So, uh, boys, right before we do this last pick, I want to update the listeners on that oh, Twitter yeah, that poll we Twitter put Twitter out. Twitter poll questions are: Who do you think who who's going to win Sunday night, the Ravens or the Jags? Right now, at 122 votes with two hours left, 58.2 Jags, 41.8. So it's, it's come back a little bit. It was 65, I think, earlier Jaguars. So we've 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 come back a little bit. Yeah. I keep changing my vote. Are you allowed to do that? Sure. You can vote. You know what? You can vote as many times as you want to. You know, yeah. like certain counties, you know, you you know, you know, have 3,000 residents and you have 6,000 people to vote. So you can keep you can have more than more than one vote. So go ahead. I think my grandfather yeah. just voted. He's, <laughs> he's, been, right. he's not been with us for 20 years. Yeah, I think about the, uh, the movie Black Sheep. Black. Well, yeah, with David Spade and Chris Farley. I never saw that movie. You never seen that movie? What? Hey, Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Czar. Something. <laughs> I got, I'm going to figure it out. Roads. Roads. <laughs> I mean, I've got to think most people listening have seen that movie. Oh, John's never seen it either. John's never seen it either? Man. He's young. He's a young if cat. If you oh. asked me who's been in Black Sheep, I could I have told man. you no actor. Same too. You have no idea what it's about. I have no idea. Okay, oh, well, man. You need to go watch that. Yeah, Zero. seriously. You need. You got homework, Chuck. <laughs> That's correct. Homework. My Black. goodness. So John hasn't seen it either. John hasn't seen and, it. You know, I'm glad we didn't give John much mic time. I found out he said he grew up in the Tebow era, and his his parents were huge Gators, so he decided to do the worst thing he could do his parents and become a Georgia Bulldog. There's still time for him. Oh, okay? my There's still gosh. Time. My wife, she was uh, she did the same thing. <sighs> she used to be uh, – she was raised in a Gator household. So she decided, you know what, I'm going to start cheering for FSU – and then old Casey came along and said, yeah, we're going to put a stop to that. Well, my story is, I've told this a couple of times, and you don't know it, so uh, when it comes to that. So when I was 9 or 10 years old and younger uh, than that, actually, I, I, I pulled from both Florida and Florida State because our neighbors, the Stetson family, Mr. and Mrs. Stetson, they're like surrogate grandparents. Uh, they, were, they were both alums of uh, FSU. Their son went to FSU. 
So I sort of kind of pulled for the Seminoles a little bit, too, because of, you know, my love for the Stetsons. Well, I was at home one day watching a football game with my dad, and uh, it was I think it was an FSU game. It was an FSU game, and he's rooting against them. I was like, what are we doing here? You know, he said, they're from Florida. He looked at me and said, son, he says, uh, I, I know that you you like Mr. and Mrs. Stetson, but um, you can't pull both Florida and Florida State. That doesn't happen. You have to pick a side, and you live in this house. I think the, the choice is clear. <laughs> That's a yes, sir. And I've hated FSU since. Why not exactly the same thing? That kind of reminds me of my favorite sports movie, Rudy. Yeah. I like when they, the kids go over to the house and the ones that go, sir, can we watch Purdue? <laughs> no, son, in this house, we watch Notre Dame. <laughs> we only watch one team in this house. That's right. In fact, we had one TV with three channels. and Yeah. But anyway. That's right. So, uh, yeah. So, that's, that's how I become a Gator, and, and I've never looked back. And now Billy Napier is trying to – he and A.D. Strickland's trying to kill the program. But, but I think people on the message board are silly saying – if, if he loses a lot of this class, you've got to fire him now. Too late to fire him for this year. You, you, you can't fire him now. Yeah, too you, late. You've got what you've got. Yep. Unfortunately, you're correct. It, it is too late. But, uh, you know, the one calling card he has is building, you know, culture and recruiting and blah, 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 blah. Well, well I'm saying if he loses his class, he won't have can, the calling card of recruiting. Can, can I make a, 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 an opinion as well? I mean, we've been talking about it periodically, this money. I mean, he's obviously got a buyout, right? $31 million. Come on. Right like, does, I mean, you guys are a little bit older than I am. I'm, I'm on the verge of fixing to be 40. This is stupid money that we're throwing around between Shohei and Rom and now yeah. these buyouts of like right, Jimbo Kirby. Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 not Kirby. Sorry. Yeah. Jimbo Fisher. And if we, we do this again, we just did this three years ago with Mullins, right? That's right. We had to yeah. buy him out. Where's this money coming from? Because the they don't care. Uh, well, the there's a huge. They need to well, start. I mean, I get it, but you got to start caring about the other people, the the blue collar people that are coming to your. Because it's it's really monopoly money. It, well, I mean, I hate, I I hate to say it. It's, I, I want some as well. That's correct. I'd I'll like pass to have some as well. A hundred times if I need to. So some good news today, though. Recruiting wise, uh, there's a, you know there was a. a there's rumors that, that that you know the Phil saying that the big safety, the number five recruit that's committed to Florida is maybe he took an official to Texas. Well, Texas had a, a safety Kobe Black commit to them today. So that could be good news. Maybe they're at least holding that one. But Morris Williams is now looking around. He may go to Auburn. It looks like he's going there. So the, the recruiting class, it was third or fourth in the country about three weeks ago. It, most people are thinking we'll finish outside of the top ten. I know we got to pick the game, but I know who you guys are going to pick. You know I'm going to pick. But <laughs> do you think – No, Casey's pick. He's picking the Ravens. Oh, that's right. He is. Oh, he's smart. Okay, that's right. He did say he's picking so the Ravens. So just so we're clear, too, I, I, I want the Jaguars to win, guys, but I'm going to just put that juju on them, maybe inspire them a little bit, okay? They're listening. Okay. Out of everything right. that they're doing, yeah, I mean, you're Trevor the one. And I are friends. You tell me, you're the one that inspires. Out of everything that they've been doing this week, you're the one. You're the one difference. <laughs> hey, you have to believe in yourself at some point, and I started about two hours ago. But, so, <laughs> but before we make this fix, you talk about college recruiting and the portal. Any any chance? There's talk that Arch Manning may go somewhere else. Could. Hmm. I mean, he could. I mean, look, I. It's. It's the dumbest thing ever, man. I, I, they, they, they've got to find a way to put some type 
restrictions on this. It's because right now I don't know how the how are guys good. are changing every year because the rule is supposed to be that you have one get get out of jail free card, then you can transfer a second time if you graduate. Um, but you see guys like transferring every year. I mean, I can't imagine that all these guys are are graduated in two years and then transferred every year thereafter. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. All right, let's go. That's it's all right, it's, so it's ruin it's ruining college football is what it's doing. It's not ruining it at all. It is ruining the Games it. are great. You still watch it. When you watch the games, do you ever think about the portal while you're watching the games? Yeah. No, yeah. You when you have teams that aren't very good and you're scared we we suck right now and all of our guys are gonna leave once what's happening in Gainesville. So yeah, well, think it can work to your advantage. It can work to <laughs> you your disadvantage. It's, it's gonna all t- it's gonna take a while it for goes the both work. Ways. For, it's gonna take a while for the work for the advantage in the University of Florida. So uh, well, let's pick the game. Baltimore at Jacksonville, Sunday night. Uh first time Monday or Sunday night football. How long has it been since it's been on Sunday night? Gosh, I don't know. Remember they're supposed to be on in twenty eighteen and they got Pittsburgh that flexed out. Okay, flexed out. So three points, Baltimore by three. Give me Baltimore. They're the better team. No ifs, ands, or buts. Casey? Yeah, I'm still going to stick with Baltimore, but I'm a closet Jags believer. Well, you know, how about Isaiah? After Mark Andrews goes down, Isaiah likely has been uh, filled in admirably at tight end position. OBJ all of a sudden is, is, is sort of turning the clock back a little bit and playing very good football. But it's a formula game for me. Give me the Jags to cover the spread and, and to win outright. So give me the... J A G S Jags Jags Jags. Before we get out of here, a couple of uh, on this day in sports. I, I did not know this. On this date, 1956, the Dodgers try they traded Jackie Robinson to the Giants for pitcher Dick Littlefield and thirty five thousand dollars. But Jackie Robinson said, "I'll retire rather than be traded." So obviously, the trade didn't happen. I did not know that. Um, Me either. On this date in 1969, Billy Martin was fired by the Minnesota Twins, one of probably 20 firings. Um, on this date in 1983, how about this? The highest scoring NBA game of all time. Chuck, do you know who it was? Well, I remember back in the day, it seemed like the Denver Nuggets were always involved in they those high scoring games. That's half. That's half. Who's the other one? I, I'd be ta- San Antonio. I'm just the Pistons. Okay. The Pistons beat them 186 to 184. The highest scoring game in the history of the NBA. On this date, 1986, Roger Clemens signed with the Toronto Blue Jays. So there's some on. Uh, oh, and Derrick Henry on this date in 2015, Yuli's own Derrick Henry, uh, won the 81st Heisman Trophy Award. Oh, real quick, did you watch that 30 for 30 after the Heisman Trophy ceremony of the night on the 97? Heisman Trophy race. I did. I did Pretty watch good. It. Yeah, about the Peyton Manning deal, right? Peyton Manning, Desmond, Desmond Howard, Charles back Wilson. and forth. Yep. No, Charles Woodson. Charles. Yeah, Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. Yeah. Desmond was a ninety-one, right? Mm, yep. But yeah, it was a, a very good. Just because it brings back a lot of memories, a lot of the stuff you remember as it was happening. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. On this date in twenty twenty-two. On this date in twenty twenty-two, Washington Capitol Center, Alex Ovechkin scored eight hundred point. And that was to join Wayne Gretzky and Gordy Howe as the only players in NHL history to score 800 points. And Chuck Elliott, I can hear the music. I can hear the music. Usually when we're signing on, but we're signing off at this time. We usually signing on, but we are now signing off for Casey Dobson, John O'Leary. And now we will be back on from 8 to 10 next week and at the Yale House in Tinseltown for Chuck Elliott. Until next Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, I'm Ron Compton. See you. Peace.